Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett VZ and you are listening to the third episode of my new as yet untitled podcast. Uh, and the reason it has been a few months since episode two, since the last podcasts were made. And the reason for this lateness kind of has been that I don't really know where to take this podcast, where I want to go with it. Initially, I wanted to do it with a partner and have it be the two of us talking about us, um, hopefully a partner from home, so that we could kind of see the dynamic between me being in China or being away and someone being back home. But then I couldn't really figure out who would be home, who would stick around, like who, who would I talk to, who would I partner with, and... You know, the guy that I did want to partner with, he's re- I had tried before and he had always had a busy, busy schedule. So it was a, ta- a certain time. So I said, OK, what about me? Let it be me. And so what you got was the first two episodes in which I kind of just told stories of being here in China. And, I, and the thing is that in the last few months, besides work reasons and stuff keeping me from doing this and me being really busy, is also an adapt basically a doubt of do people really want to hear me just talking about my experiences when considering that I do vlogs that making videos would be much better much more engaging platform or medium to do it so there's so that's kind of the reason for the lateness is that work reasons I've been really busy I've changed jobs doing a whole bunch of work and I've been just really running around and been busy living in China not even really traveling or anything just living in China and also that I don't really know where I want to take this podcast and where it wants to go but um, I have decided that for the moment uh, for the meantime until I really figure out really what I want to do with this podcast or maybe you know I still feel like it would be better as a dynamic to work to have two people going and working off of each other at least two people I feel like that so for now there I will be changing the format of the podcast how this podcast works it will be changing what I'll be doing is it won't be weekly or anything like that what this podcast will mostly be is basically a stream of consciousness Um, me talking about maybe my experiences concepts about traveling what I'd like to do with my traveling in the future what I have done with my traveling and basic things like that so it's basically if I feel like talking about something I'll make a podcast out of it and share it with you guys and that's what I want to do with it so with that announcement made of uh, streaming of consciousness and all that with that announcement made let's get into the podcast Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode three of the as yet untitled podcast. My name is Brett VZ, and today we are talking of the topic of loneliness when you are traveling. Uh, something aside that, aside of traveling, that a lot of travelers and people don't seem to talk about is that there are feelings of loneliness, of isolation, even though you are traveling the world. You find you kind of feel alone, especially, of course, if you're tra- mostly traveling alone by yourself, and very much more felt if you're traveling long term, like I am, where I'm spending now almost a year and over a year away from home. Uh, short from travel, I guess you're not going to get those feelings because you're going to be back very soon. But 
when you travel long term and you're living in another country uh, just temporarily, um, I feel that I'm not alone in that I get a lot of feelings of loneliness. I very often feel very lonely, um, somewhat isolated, even though I'm surrounded by people. You know, I keep saying to myself, I'm surrounded by people and yet I'm still very alone. I feel isolated. Um, and that it's very... It's not a side that a lot of people talk to. Everyone talks about traveling and traveling the world and how positive it is, but there is a somewhat of a negative side to it. There's the con, and that's this feeling of loneliness and just, yeah, a really shitty situation, this feeling of lo- um, being lonely. So, and so what I want to talk about in this one is that concept of tra- while you're traveling and something that people don't talk about a lot about when traveling is feeling lonely when you travel. Um, traveling causing loneliness and maybe some of the reasons of why that feeling is. And so I think to get to the first the first kind of concept of why would you feel lonely when you're traveling? Why is there this feeling of loneliness when you're traveling is the concept of temporary relationships. If you're traveling by yourself, um, I always suggest that you travel via hostels. You stay in hostels and stuff because it's a very social environment. Staying in hostels where there's dormitories and you're meeting people and also just traveling normally without a hostel maybe even. You meet a lot of people from around the world. A lot of amazing, really cool people. You share stories. Maybe you become friends and for your trip you tra- you like travel together and meet up. And the problem with this is just and the problem with this is that even in the even though that happens, even in the back of your mind, there's always that voice that's going to be telling you. Just remember that these are temporary relationships. You might make friends while you're traveling in the Philippines or living in China, but everyone has to go home eventually. These, um, you know, in speaking from personal experiences, I've met so many. Just living in our apartment, we have a very social environment and with our room with our roommates, but as amazing these people are and they're amazing and we chat and we socialize so much and it feels like we're a family here in this apartment but eventually we have to say goodbye you know someone's time at studying at the chinese university finishes or their time with their internship finishes and it's time for them to return back to their home in france or in italy uh, or germany and so you say goodbye. So it's great. I'm meeting all these amazing people. We make, I'm, they become such close friends of mine. And I see them every day, every night, because we're roommates. And that's just my roommates, never mind my other friends. But eventually, we have to say goodbye. We only know each other for brief moments of our time in our lives. And, you know, meeting all these amazing people is great. It is amazing. It's one of the best. It's one of my favorite experiences of traveling is meeting so many amazing people from all around the world. But the hard side is it, of it is that we have to say goodbye. Um, that these relationships are temporary. We will not always be together. Unlike our friends back home, who we know they're in one place, we can see them. We know we're always there for each other. These people eventually move halfway across the world from you. They have to go away. And I guess social media, we can keep in contact, maybe visit them as we travel and stuff. But it's still knowing that you have to say goodbye eventually. And a lot of the times, especially if you're just taking a trip rather than living in some place, you're meeting people and you're saying goodbye 
forever. Um, I, although I don't like to say that all goodbyes are forever, I say that most good, all goodbyes are just temporary in this day and age. But you do have to say goodbye and you there's a good chance that you may never see these people again in your life. So there's that, um, there's that aspect of it. And the next aspect I want to talk about that especially, and I think this one brings on the loneliness the most, is the fact that you, can, you feel like you're missing out back home. And this very much is prevalent because of social media nowadays. Um, it get, with Thanks to social media such as Instagram, Facebook, we go onto our phones, our computers, and we see our friends posting about their lives. We see their lives continuing without us, our friends, our family, and we see them talk about buying a house, starting a family, meeting a girl, etc etc getting into getting their first job especially for young people like me where it's you know I'm starting my career we're start they're starting their careers and it's there is a fear of not really a fear of missing out but there are feeling of we're missing out back home because as we travel and stuff we might be gone for a year and we might have a lot of experiences but when we come back home, we can be gone for a year, six months, a year, a year and a half, such as in my case. But when we go back home, we're starting fresh. We're start, you're starting completely from when you left off, basically, from where you left off. So when you come back home, you don't have that job or anything like that. You don't have this, these other things. But your friends do. Your friends have moved on with your lives. You have traveled the world. You've done this. You've done that. You've made all these trips. But you come back home and your friends have essentially done the adult things. They've bought their first house. They've started their career. They've met a girl. They've decided to start a family, etc., etc. So, and social media brings us all the more to the fore because we see this on Instagram and stuff. Our friends posting about their lives. And something people don't seem to realize with social media is that Social media is a highlight reel of people's lives. We get into this idea, it, it tricks us. Facebook and Instagram, it tricks us into this idea that everyone else is happy, that we're the only ones in our social circles that has problems, that is feeling lonely, that is struggling financially or something like that. And it's because people don't post about their negative, all their negative bullshit, excuse, excuse that, all the negative bullshit to their social media, they want to. You want to project a positive image, you know. As I'm talking on this podcast about loneliness, about how I feel lonely living here in China by myself. As amazing as this trip is, the what I post on social media, people probably look at me. I see my friends back home, see them getting their first car, getting that, and going, "Wow, they're really moving on." Well, I'm kind of stuck here. When I go back, I'm going to be the same as when I left asset wise and everything like that but they're also looking at me and I realize this and it helps a bit with to try and cut through that bullshit of social media and I realize that they probably look at me they see me posting pictures of my experiences in Shanghai and traveling to Thailand and be like wow he must be so happy he's living so well he's doing something I wish I could do kind of thing and so it's great. It's a very good anchoring point for me when I'm traveling. And if you are traveling, I do suggest this. And if you're feeling like you're wasting your time or, you know, someone else is being much more happier than you, is that realizing that you are doing something that 
a lot of people wish they could do in their lifetime. It's their dream to do this and you are doing it. So there's that missing out part that comes with it. And this isn't really related to the topic of loneliness, but it has stuck in my mind because I read an article about feeling lonely on traveling and the loneliness of traveling by oneself. And an aspect that I know I'm going to have to deal with when I come home, because it happened to me when I traveled for six months in the United States and London, was when you come home, you've changed. When you travel, the, when you've traveled, especially long-term travel, you change, you've gained new experiences, you've gained new insights into yourself, you've met new people, you have all these amazing experiences. But when you try and share them with the people that you love back home, who do not have these experiences, who do not travel with you, you realize that you are talking about things that these guys don't experience and maybe don't understand a bit. They don't understand how amazing it was to see the Grand Canyon, how awesome it has been to travel the islands in Thailand and to and to like bathe with elephants. And they also, and this isn't a negative, but they've also, they've stayed the same when they come back home. They're still your same old friends, but you, you have changed. They haven't changed. You're the one who's changed. Your outlook on life has changed. Your perspective, your views have changed. Maybe your religion has changed. If you had like a religious experience in say India or another Buddhist country such as Thailand and speaking to Buddhists. So there's that aspect when you come home um, and it can somewhat make you feel lonely and stuff. So there's that missing out back home. And so the two topics that I talked about there of temporary relationships and missing out back home, feeling like you're missing out on what's going on back home, leads into my personal reasons for feeling alone. Um, you know, number one, I'm a kind of shy person. So I'm already, a, I'm lonely relationship-wise and friend-wise. And I'm when I say relationship-wise, I mean love life-wise, meeting girls and stuff and trying to start a relationship here. Because I'm not great at initiating social contact. Um, I'm, I try to be, I'm usually the guy who's waiting. I'm the one who kind of sits quietly. I need someone to come up to me and interact with me and say, oh, hey, and ask all the questions and stuff like that. I need someone to be the initiator, basically, and to try and drive it until I get comfortable enough to where I pick up the momentum and help drive the conversation and social relationship myself as well. So there's that aspect of it where my personality is holding me back. It holds me back from going out there, meeting people. Um, it's so funny, you know, I always complain to my roommates and friends about never having a girlfriend and not being able to meet girls here. And they say, yeah, but you're always in your room. Go out, go socialize, go to a bar, go talk to girls. Just do it. And I, I see them doing that. And I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? I don't, I don't know how you can do it. I don't know how. I cannot just see a stranger and approach them and chat with them. It's difficult for me to do that. So that already puts me on a step back. It puts me at a disadvantage. Then you mix in. So right now in China, what's happening is I'm not making relationships. I've made relationships. And as I had mentioned way earlier in the podcast, I'm very close with my roommates. It's like a, we're like a family here. We're very social. Um, but that mixed with also my work times, I have different work times. I work on Saturday and Sundays. So I don't 
can't go out in the evenings and like the weekend evenings, everyone else is weekend and socialize. So it results in me already on the back foot, not being out there socially and not making a group of friends. Mix that then with the fact that as much as I do want to date and I want to make relationships with people, like I talked about temporary relationships, there is the thought in the back of my head of these are temporary. In a few months time, you are going home. You are you are going to be the one to say goodbye this time. Not someone you you know some not someone else saying goodbye as they go home. It's me who's going to be saying goodbye and going home. And I guess maybe I'm being too much of a nice guy and also maybe letting it hold me back too much. But for me, when it comes to a relationship, I'm holding back on a relationship. I'm not giving it my all because I'm scared of making a, starting a relationship with a girl and then being an asshole and saying, I know we've started this relationship and we're getting together, but uh, i got to go back home, see ya, and then just leaving her here, you know, and I don't know, who knows, maybe I meet a girl and I decide, hey, I'm going to stay here, but right now my feeling is I have just about seven months here left in China and I'm going to cherish every second of it. I've loved it here. I've been here 11 months now and it's been amazing. But I am, when October comes and I, it's time for me to go home, I'm going to be ready to go home. I'm ready to see my family again, to see my friends, to be back home in my home country to, and the weather and everything, to see my dogs. Um, so the idea of temporary relationships at least on the love life front of things. With friends, you know, as I said again early in the podcast, I don't believe all goodbyes are permanent. I believe all goodbyes are temporary. You know, friends in Italy and Germany, I plan on traveling the world. So if I'm ever in Germany, I'm ever in Italy, if I'm ever in France, there's so many bloody French people in my apartment. I know a lot of people in France now. <laughs> so, um, so I can meet them there. I can go visit them. But it is leaving someone behind here that I am scared of that makes me love life wise and dating wise hold back that's what makes me hold back with it uh so with that and then also uh, so moving on from temporary relationships to personally on the missing out back home like I said I look at social media I get onto Instagram when I can because you know Instagram Facebook blocked here in China so you have to use a VPN so I don't use them that as often although I want to use them much more and more, especially to promote my personal brand, Brett VZ, The Traveler. Um, so I want to continue doing it. So I look on social media and I see my friends, I see them starting relationships with girls, starting out their careers, buying their first car. One of my friends just bought his first apartment, um, you know, which was something I want to do, but, you know, I'm traveling right now, so I can't. Um, and so, and I feel like I'm missing out. And I know that's really odd. It's a really odd feeling because I'm conscious of this and yet it still makes me feel like I'm missing out back home. You know, I see my family, my sister going through school. My sister is growing up so much without me. Um, my dogs living their lives, forgetting, forgetting their one owner. Uh, so I see them moving on with their lives and doing things and doing stuff that oddly enough, if I was sitting there, I know I would hate the idea of working a nine to five of being in a normal job and not doing what I'm doing right now. 
I know I would be sitting at home right now wishing I was doing what I am doing now. That just confused everyone. <laughs> but I want to do that. But it does see, I think it's less maybe that you're not doing those things. And it's more that your friends are moving on without you. It's that selfish idea of, does anyone miss me back home? That selfish question of like thinking that everyone's lives revolve around you. Um, you know, and it it is a question in my head is like, I wonder if my friends ever like get together and go, man, I wonder how Brett's doing. I wonder where Brett is. Man, I wish Brett was here. It is a question that sticks in your head a lot. Um, and yeah, so it's this missing out. And even though I know that they're probably looking at me and saying, wow, Brett's doing this amazing thing. I wish I could do what he does. Um, you know, and I'm living this amazing life, traveling and living in China and traveling around, visiting places, seeing things that they wish they could do. But yeah, it's, it still doesn't stop the feelings of it. Um, I made a video during, uh, during New Year's Eve, oddly enough, that I never shared, that I just couldn't share. I did try to share it, but shitty internet. Um that I wanted to share that where I was just really ecstatic seeing in the new year because I was sitting out on my balcony seeing with a perfect view of the Bund uh, here in Shanghai, which is the skyline of all those tall buildings, the iconic Shanghai skyline, the Pearl, the um, World Financial Center Tower, um, Shanghai Tower. Um, looking at it as, new year, as the new year had drawn in and I was standing there saying, I've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish that year. I said I wanted to travel to China and live in China, and that's where I was sitting, and that's where I sit now, is I sit in China. I did exactly what I said I'd do. I said I wanted to be in China, and for one of the first times in my lives, when I made a big goal, I went and achieved it. I went and flippin' did it. I set out something, and I accomplished it, and I was doing it, and I was enjoying it, and I was loving it. And so I was ecstatic about it, and I'm and I also said to myself, and I can still remember clearly what I was saying saying to the camera, and it was, I am doing something that I know that a lot of people in the world, not my friends or my family, the people in the world look at and wish they could do. They wish they could travel. They wish they could do what I did, what I am doing. But it is... Knowing these things doesn't stop you. Knowing these things doesn't stop you from having those feelings of isolation, of loneliness. And, oh, it's now only come up in my head. But do remember that while all these feelings are happening and you're feeling lonely, these feelings of loneliness or being isolated because of temporary relationships, because you're feeling like you're missing out at home. In my case, because I'm just not that social, it's just not my personality to be out there. These feelings are compounded by the fact that because you are traveling alone, you have taken yourselves away from your usual support network. You're away from your friends and your family, the people that when you feel alone, you can go to for comfort, for company. They're not there anymore. They're a thousand miles away back home, sitting at home. They're in a different time zone, essentially, even. Um, so... That also compounds the feelings of loneliness is that you're away from your support network. You're away from the people that you can turn to when you need comfort, when you need company. Um, and that's why it is important that I need to make more friends here. And a New Year's resolution I set out for myself 
was to stop being the guy waiting to be invited, but to be the guy who invites people. And I need to stick with that more. I need to go to the list of people that I've made friends with and be like, hey, let's go out. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's let's go out. Hey, want to go to a club? Let's go. Hey, want to go get a drink at a bar? Cool. Awesome. Join me. I'm going. So I want to do that. So to close off on that topic of the feelings of loneliness, Something that a lot of people don't talk about when they travel is the fact that when you travel, especially long-term and when you're traveling by yourself, is that for a lot of reasons, be it the relationships you make while you're traveling with new people are temporary, be it that you feel like you're missing out back home even though you're having all these amazing experiences, be it that you just aren't that social kind of guy but you still crave socializing, you do end up feeling lonely. There are Sometimes it comes and goes, sometimes it sticks around for a while, but it is inevitable that there are times when you feel lonely when you're traveling by yourself. You feel like you're doing this by yourself and you wish there was someone you knew from back home or from family that was there with you to experience this with you and you feel lonely and isolated. So I'd like to move on from that topic from the main topic of loneliness and to explain something because I think a lot of you are probably listening if you've listened this far and wondering why am I talking about this? Why am I spouting out and talking about something that's very personal and that I am admitting to people that I am somewhat sad, I'm feeling lonely, I'm feeling isolated, Um, especially since, you know, I've been chatting to people and talking with people and interacting a lot with my roommates and my friends and co-workers. And the reason why is quite simply because, like I said in this podcast, I'm feeling lonely and I don't have my usual support network. My close friends are back home. My family are back home. They're not always available to talk to. And so what this podcast is, it's a stream of consciousness. It's a chat about an aspect of traveling, but it's also, let's call it my therapy. It is my outlet. It is Even though right now I'm talking to a microphone, those of you who are listening, it's basically like I'm talking to you. It's someone to talk to. It's someone to talk about these issues. And believe me, I've learned from experience that bottling up the issues doesn't work. It is amazing how therapeutic it is to just talk out, whether it's to the public, to YouTube, to make a video, to a podcast, to a therapist, to another person, to a friend, to a family, just to talk and to blurt out your feelings and how you're feeling that you are sad that you are feeling lonely that you're happy that you're angry it just helps a lot it lightens the load to just talk to blurt it out and that's why I'm doing this is maybe so that other people who are feeling lonely if you are traveling and you're starting to feel alone this will make it so that so that you know that you're not the only one with those feelings believe me you're not a weird person for feeling alone while you're traveling the world and surrounded by all these awesome people from around the world. You're not alone in that. (laughs) You're not alone in that aspect. There are other, there are a lot of other travelers who are feeling the exact same as you. It is therapy for me to talk about it. I think it's a subject I want to talk about. And also that I wanted to change the format of this podcast. Like I said, way at the beginning, I wanted a new format. I wanted it to be a stream excuse me, so that for them, in the meantime, it would be a stream of consciousness. And this was basically the first topic that came up in mind. This was the first topic that came up in mind because it's, I've been having feelings of loneliness lately, of being lonely in China, um, even though I'm surrounded by all these amazing people. 
so I wanted to make this because those are my feelings, because it's my outlet. Um, and this was the topic that first came to mind when I said, let's do it on topics about travel. Uh, so that is my, so that's why I made this, uh, made this. <sighs> but, um, so that's the why of it. That's, I think we should probably bring this podcast to an end. So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this podcast. If you would like to give me your thoughts and feelings on how traveling alone can make you feel lonely, your thoughts and feelings on loneliness when traveling, um, do follow me on social media. You can find me at BrettVZ online on Facebook, facebook.com slash BrettVZ online. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BrettVZ online. And you can find me on YouTube at uh, BrettVZ vlogs, where I'll be making some vlogs. Oh, uh, I am editing some vlogs. It's been six months since the last vlog. I will be making a vlog um, soon, but we're trying to wrap this up, so shush. Um, do go subscribe to me, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to me on YouTube uh, at BrettVZ Vlogs. Um, you'll have to find me as I don't have a special URL just yet, or you can follow bit.do slash BrettVZ. Uh, so do follow me there and tell me what you think about loneliness and traveling and feelings of loneliness and isolation when traveling. But for now, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, very much for listening to this podcast, uh, for this as yet untitled podcast, episode three, Le- episode three. Let's try that again, shall we? We, we got to get this down. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this, to the as yet untitled podcast, episode three. I am Brett VZ, and I will see you in the next podcast, video, post, whatever. I will see you again. Goodbye. Goodbye.